it's Dope Nostalgia Time. I'm Naomi, your host, and we're going to talk about a band from the 90s, of course, who were really big in Canada. Um, they also made some international waves with a few of their songs. They are called Boot Sauce from Montreal. I've been looking for a lot of information on them on the internet. Um, in their Wikipedia, doesn't have a lot to say. Um, it'll go over the bandmates, the names, the awards, the discography, and that's pretty much it. So our Wikipedia moment's going to be kind of small. But the good news is, is that we have a fantastic interview today. A few weeks back, I spent some time talking to one of the guitarists for Bootsauce, Sonny Greenwich Jr., and he's living all the way in Ireland. Uh, so cool that he uh, did a Skype chat with me. Um, and we are going to present it here for you today. But first, I want to give you a bit of background information on the band Boot Sauce. Wikipedia Moment. Boot Sauce was a Juno award-winning Canadian rock band based out of Montreal. In 1989 is when they got their start. The band was composed of Drew Ling, whose real name was Drew Thorpe, the lead vocalist, Perfume, who is the lead guitar player, and his full real name is Perry Johnson. Alan Baculus on bass guitar, John Fatboy Lally on drums, and Sonny Greenwich Jr. as well on guitar. And this song you're listening to right now was their biggest, baddest hit, and it was a cover of a hot chocolate classic. This is Everyone's a Winner. This is the Chocolate Movement mix of Everyone's a Winner, the Juno Award-winning song in 1992 for Best Dance Recording. As well, Bootsauce was nominated for the Juno Award for Most Promising New Group in 1991. They had a series of albums that did pretty good on the Canadian charts. The Brown Album, 1990. Reboot, 1991. Bull, in 1992, which was my personal favorite. Sleeping Booty, in 1993. Boot Sauce, 1995, and then Bootism, the Boot Sauce Collection in 96. And since then, we have no idea what's been going on with the guys. So I got Sonny Greenwich Jr. to spend some time with me, and he's going to fill us in. Let's do it. All right, let's try it. Thank you for your time, Sonny. No problem. Uh, I'm very excited to uh, have a chat with you. Boot Sauce was definitely a very awesome band that I enjoyed as a teenager. Um, so I have... A a few questions for you um, that I don't want to ask you things that you've heard a million times, right? So well, it's, it's, just, been, it's been so long. I haven't heard anything in, in, in a long time. <laughs> Can uh, you give me a brief rundown on the band's inception and were you there from the start? Yeah, I was there right, right from the very start. Um, I met uh, Perry and Drew at a friend of ours house. Uh, I think they were, I think they might've been, 
they were, they were just back from London, actually, what it was. They were living in London for a little while. London, and, England? London, England, yeah. And they were, uh, they were on their way back through Montreal. I think they were on their way back to Calgary, where they're from. Okay. Uh, um, and they were staying with a friend of mine, and they were just messing around with some music. And I, uh, and I came and I met, I met them at this friend's house. And things actually kind of worked out with us, musically worked out. You know, so that, that, that's how it started. That's so cool. Okay, and that was, was that Montreal where the band is based out of? Yeah, Montreal. Okay. And that, that would have been like 18, 1889. Yes. <laughs> 1989, obviously. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, how much of the material did you have a hand in writing? Oh, all of it. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, well, I mean, we we pretty much, what we did is we we shared everything four ways we split every, everything four ways no matter who started out with the song mm-hmm. you know so some of the songs were actually kind of written you know but with, with different different combinations of, of us but but we, we all have writing on it equal equal parts writing well, that's good it's so, good to be able to collaborate like that um but it was just easy the easiest way to do it you know uh so <laughs> yeah and, and also that way you know not one person would end up getting rich and the rest of us poor <laughs> right of course, of course not that not that anyone anyone got rich <laughs> well it sounds like you guys had a good writing relationship um what countries did you have a chance to tour with the band and we, how how difficult is it for you to tour a country as large as canada well touring canada was was uh was was it was fun we did it i mean i don't know how many times like five six times i'm sure if not more uh, normally we'd get in a, in a bus or, or, a, you know, we did it in a Winnebago a couple of times, even in a van actually at, at one point and they just oh. go from gig to gig, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it's long, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> or it was, it, was it seems like it'd be a good learning experience for sure. And you get to, uh, travel and see a bit of the country. You, are you Canadian yourself? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, now, I, lo- I know a lot of people compared Boot Sauce to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. I'm sure you heard that comparison a lot. Sure. For, um, sure. for me, when I watch back some of your old videos, I feel you were almost more like the band Extreme to me, but oh. not but not metal. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Well, we were kind of around just before Extreme happened. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, uh, although it was kind of around the same time. Um we we did get that a lot, and plus the uh, the, the you know Perry kind of looked like the guitar player from Extreme, so we used to got we used to get <laughs> mistaken for them all the time. Well, for sure, and actually, I even think Drew had like a look that was kind of like the frontman too. So See, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't those remember. Only, <laughs> those tiny tiny like factors are the only thing I was basing that on, and I was thinking with the the style of the funk in the music. How did you guys feel about the Red Hot Chili Peppers comparison? Did it get oh, tiring? Sure. Who, who wouldn't want to be uh, like the Chili Peppers? But, um, yeah, no, I loved, loved the Chilis. Um, the thing is, we sort of, I kind of liked the Chilis sort of before they kind of went, you know, they sort of changed their style a little bit. And it was more like that more dancey. Mm-hmm. Way. You know, on the first couple of records or whatever, I, I can't even I can't remember the names of the albums now. But there was, um, I mean, the ones that we would have heard were before, uh, like you know, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic, or whatever. So 
before they kind of went to that, you know, that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, when it was kind of more samples and stuff like that. Uh, because in 1989, she said, I don't know, I don't know which record it was, but they were more dancey. Okay. So, so that that was kind of, I mean, we were, we were kind of in the same same boat, meaning that we would uh, use samples and heavy guitars as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. I was going to say, you guys are word Juno. You won a Juno, at least one. Correct. Yeah, I think at, two. At least, at least one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Sure. I, you know, it's it's a long time ago. <laughs> um, yeah. No, no kidding. Yeah, it's, I, you know, I can't remember what it was, but we we definitely won one for for I think it was the album cover for sure, and I think oh. one um, was it best dance tune or something like that. Or, or, yes, what? I believe that you wanted you know for everyone's a winner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, I, but the category, I I can't remember which I, category I, it was. I had it written down in the wiki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't I can't remember either. And and you know we won a bunch of bunch of things. Like we won the an A disc award. Well, I won an A disc award for producer of the year for Sleeping Booty. Nice. And we won a couple of uh, what was it now? Some some sort of publishing awards for best songs or something. You know that kind of stuff. I can't remember what they were. It's so long ago. I mean, it's 30 years ago. It is 30 years ago. And you've had so much going on in your career since, I'm sure. Well, uh, and also, back to... in those, we were pretty bad boys in those days as well. Oh, oh, you were getting into a question I got coming up, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I, I'll tell you, my favorite song by the band was What You Need. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, that was, Bull, that was off Bull, I believe. I really enjoyed that tune. Yeah, that was... Um, that was myself and Alan Baculus wrote that song. Oh yeah, it's uh, I love the groove of that song. Yeah, yeah, that was a good that was a good one, alright. Actually, funnily enough, uh, we have myself and Alan, the bass player, have an album that was recorded, I guess, twenty-four years ago. That will be coming out probably next month. Wow! That I'll be releasing on iTunes. 
Um, and it's, I, I think it's just, it'll be called like Alan Bacchus and Sonny Greenwich or something like that. Um, just our names. And the, the title of the album is Brain Smack. So uh, that'll be out. Like literally a 24-year-old, like something we recorded way back when, will be, will be out next month. And I, I have my own album is you know, only just been released uh, a couple of weeks back on iTunes as well. Oh, the timing couldn't be better. Yeah, yeah, no, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny that. I <laughs> um, was one question I did have about the Junos before I move on from that. Yeah. Um, do does each person in the band receive their own Juno, or is it just one award? Like they give you one award that the band has to share. Um. Okay, how did it work? I think on the night you had to give it back to them. Yeah. And then they send you one because I definitely got one. I, 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 I like. I think it's a my my mother has it. <laughs> I think. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's how they did. It. I think on the night you pass around the same one kind of thing to everybody, and then Makes sense. and then they send them out to you later on. And I think at that point they're customized. You know, they got your, your name engraved. Uh, yeah, that's. Yeah. Oh, that'd be such a cool feeling. Yeah. Um, Great, great fun. Sure, loved it. <laughs> I was gonna say, what was the coolest performance that you remember you did with Boot Sauce? Something memorable that you guys did as a show? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I suppose uh, having a Spinal Tap open for us that was kind of interesting. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's not not it, it. It is true, but it's kind of a little fuzzy because they were doing four shows across Canada in the mm -hmm. same day. And it happened to suit that they came on before us at the, um, was it like, maybe it was called the Canada Jam or something in Barrie, Ontario. I can't remember what it was, but it was a big festival thing with a whole oh, bunch nice. of bands in Barrie. Kind of like kind of sort of 50,000 people or something like that. Sort of big, big, big show. No kidding. Yeah. is nothing to laugh at, that's for sure. Yeah, it was a big, big, big show. Uh, I think there's there, there is some video of it. Uh, in fact, I might have video of it on on my YouTube channel somewhere. Wonderful. <laughs> oh man, we gotta find that. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, seeing I, you guys much music live from Daytona. Oh yeah, well I did. There, that is definitely up on my uh, YouTube channel. The entire show. Oh, uh, sweet. A, a guy found it. I guess. I guess sort of within the last year. Some guy in Toronto whose um, uh, brother, <laughs> his brother met his wife-to-be at the show, and they're in the crowd, in the, cool. audience, the audience of the show. And he found them, and he got uh, Much Music to send him the, the, the footage. And this was before Much was gone or whatever. So he, wow. had, uh, he had a CD of it, and he got in touch with me last year. And... Uh, he sent me the footage and I put it up. So it's there, the, the whole show. I can't imagine the size of their archives and everything that they've kept. Oh, well, I, think, I, think, I think everything is gone now. I mean, I don't know where any, any of that is now. That's sad. Yeah, yeah. But still, the fact that he was able to do that, it probably cost him a bit. But hey, it's pretty cool. Well, no, because I think he had a friend that was working there at the time. So this, I guess, uh -huh. I'm assuming it happened you know, many years back, and he got the DVD, and then he just had it sitting around at his house.
It's that time of the show where we would like to thank Analog Brewing here in Edmonton for being the official beer of Dope Nostalgia. Located at 8620 53rd Avenue, Analog Brewing is one of Edmonton's award-winning breweries. Look for their retro video game cans at your local liquor store or their growing number of tap handles around the city. Or better yet, go visit Adam and Brian in person. Their tap room is open Thursdays through Saturdays from 4 p.m. until 11 p.m. and enjoy $6 pints and an everyday low price of $13 per four-pack on their retro styles with a Z so you know they are 90s kids. That's Analog Brewing Company at 8620 53rd Avenue, Edmonton. Open Thursdays through Saturdays from 4 p.m. until 11 p.m. Analog Brewing, official beer of dope nostalgia. Body Break with Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod. Many parents believe that by nature, kids are physically fit, but the truth is, most aren't. Playground activities provide little fitness benefit, and it's up to all of us, parents, teachers, and schools, to provide our kids with a quality, daily, physical education program. That's why the Canadian Association for Health, Physical Education and Recreation, along with Fitness Canada, recommend that a quality program includes activities to increase the fitness of your child's heart and lungs as well as having activities that combine muscular strength and endurance to improve their coordination and stamina. Such a program requires your school to set aside three to five hours per week in order to be beneficial. This offers your children the opportunity to appreciate the wide range of fitness experiences and activities. The best blend is a combination of individual and group activities, encouraging a high level of participation. And don't forget, fit and active parents are the best role models their children could have. So until next time, keep fit and have fun. Are you still in touch with uh, the bandmates from the band from Boot Sauce? Uh, sort of. Um, I, I'm in touch with with Alan, of course, the bass player, yes. and Johnny, the drummer, and uh, Perry. I've talked to. I, I spoke to him last year, or maybe a couple of years ago now. The last mm -hmm. time. But I mean, you know, yeah, that's it. And Drew, I Drew, I haven't I haven't seen or heard from in in ages. But there was talk of doing a a reunion tour. Oh, that <laughs> would work. That would be so great. Yeah, it would be fun if if we could do it. Um, I I think they're still looking into it, and that's the reason why the the music ended up back up on Spotify because it wasn't on Spotify until about six months ago. Hmm. Or or iTunes or anywhere for that matter. You couldn't you couldn't buy the records or you couldn't couldn't find them anywhere. But mm -hmm. they're up now. Everything except for Sleeping Booty is is available at the moment. And I think that was that was because they were trying to get uh, a tour going for us to do across the country. 
So there's somebody there who's making sure, putting the effort in to make sure something happens. And that's exciting. Because I know I've been getting ready to talk to you and I've mentioned to a few friends, I'm like, hey, yeah, boot sauce. And they're like, yeah, I'd love to know what those guys were doing. So there's interest out there if you guys want to do this tour. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, it's definitely been spoken about. And it's like, it'll be the, the 31st anniversary of the Brown album, you know. Mm-hmm. So we were we thought it'd be funny to do it, you know, instead of a thirtieth anniversary, it's a thirty first or whatever, you know, like just silly. <laughs> Which album are you most proud of from those days? Um, is there is there a track off an album that you wish would have been a single that wasn't? Uh, not not really. I I mean, uh, there was one song that I really liked, um, um, but uh, what was it called? Eden. 830 in Spain, I think. Uh, Eden 830 in Spain, I think, was the title of it. That one I really liked. Right. Uh, yeah, um, but 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 the thing is, I was. I mean, we liked all of it. I mean, we we had fun doing those songs, and you know, we mm-hmm. we loved all of them really. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. You you. I love your positive attitude too. It's just awesome, infectious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, did you guys party much? And you you kind of asked answered that for me already. Yeah, we were we were very very bad boys. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's that's pretty standard of the time, especially as new young artists. Yeah. Um, at the time, it was like it, it's not done anymore. I can tell you that for sure. You know, like all all of the the younger guys now are all you know vegan and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's no vegan booze, man. <laughs> Taking care of their bodies. I know. What's yeah. that all about? Uh, Love Monkey number nine was about animal testing. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Did you take part in any activist work or have any causes you support currently? Uh, no, not not really. Not as such. O- only just that we felt like it was a bad thing, you know, mm-hmm. and we had to say something about it. And it was kind of, you know, it was still a, it was still a, you know, kind of a crazy rock song, but it had some meaning to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I wouldn't say that anyone was uh, an activist or anything in the band at all. They're too drunk for that business. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's one of my favorites too because it's very catchy. I'm very into, yeah, it's, uh, into melody, and yeah, I really enjoy it. Great tune, and I, we we had fun doing the video as well. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's wild. Yeah. I don't know, but does your man get bad? 
And you guys had a very cool image, very put together. Um, was your image created by you as a band or the record label? Or is it just how you guys are as a natural fit? Yeah, no, no, we were just stupid. That's all. <laughs> just <laughs> pure stupidity. That's that. We, I mean, we did it just for the crack, you know. And, <laughs> and I, I don't mean the the smoking crack, the Irish crack, you know, like for the fun, the fun. Ah, nice. Um, yeah, did yeah. you did you yourself attend music school at all? God no. No. <laughs> no. no, sir. We we all learned how to how to play. Just although I think Perry Perry might have had a. Some some schooling in piano actually, yeah. When he was a kid, but that was it was pretty pretty much everyone everyone self taught, and uh, Alan Alan might have, yeah, Alan might have been in school for music as well. Okay. Now that I think about it, but I mean, the, <laughs> yeah, no, but basically self taught. I, I would I would say. Oh yeah, there's definitely something to be said for that. I mean, music school is expensive and doesn't always guarantee anything after, right? Well, um, I mean, as I mean, most things now you can do without going to school easily. Thanks, <laughs> you know, YouTube. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now exactly. you can t tell me a bit about the current project. Now you said the album just came out two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago on iTunes, and it's called Oris Theatrum, Wonderful. which is which is uh, just means a, a theater for the ears, basically. Okay, we're so gonna have. It's got some. It's got some songs that are uh, that, that some that are actually songs, and some stuff that's just. It's it's basically stuff for, um, like TV and film soundtrack kind of music. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's that it's that sort of thing, and I used most of the stuff was written, uh, for my blog, right? Okay. So instead of using other people's music, I use my own music, my old man's music, some boots off stuff. You know, just people that I know, basically. If not my own stuff personally, then I have to know the people personally to have to put the music on it. dad's a popular guitarist himself isn't he well, he was a yeah he was a uh, he's still alive but he doesn't play anymore yeah uh, he's like uh, he's old too he's 80, 84 now i think yeah, yeah. he was yeah. a jazz guitar player played with miles yeah. davis and a bunch of those kind of guys uh, oh wonderful i was and um, i think i was saw it on your profile that you he had um 
or on your Instagram, a picture of him receiving the Order of Canada, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he did get that a few years back. Yeah. Oh, what a great accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Unbelievable. What are you, Do you have a guilty pleasure or like, you know, like whether it's music or food or anything like that, guilty pleasure? Wow. A guilty pleasure. That's a hard one, <laughs> a hard one to think of. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not. Not really. I guess I kind of I like I like uh, I like musicals. Maybe that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> oh no, that's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really liked. Um, in fact, for my Christmas um, my Christmas picture, my wife and I did a, a picture of uh, of us as the 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 two from La La Land. Aww. <laughs> it swapped our heads, you know. So yeah, but I, I like musicals. I guess that's a that's a that's excellent. <laughs> That's a guilty pleasure. Yes, it's a great answer. Um, what gear do you like to use for your setup, and how many guitars do you own? Actually, I don't know how many guitars I own anymore, but I've got <laughs> I've got four in front of me. Nice. I, I got a. Um, I've got two. Uh, one electric. I got a bass. I got an electric mandolin. I got an acoustic mandolin. I've got my, my two other mandolins back behind me here. Because cool. uh, I actually play mandolin most of the time now because I've, I've got arthritis in my hands. So oh, yeah. I, I re can't really play guitar any much, uh, very much anymore. Mm. But mandolin is small, so it's it's easy to get around it, you know? Yeah. But it's a different instrument, but it's, uh, it's easier so I don't have to stretch my fingers out. Well, well that's helpful. <laughs> yeah, it's something. It's something. <laughs> how do you how do you feel about the music business then, as compared to now? Well, yeah, it's a funny one because we kind of came up right on the tail end of things, meaning that we were. I mean, we if, if we hadn't made it, we probably would have made some money at that point. Whereas now, you can't really make money the, the same way as you could back then. Yeah. You know, um. I mean, I think we sold all together. We sold sold about half a million records, something like that. Uh, but these days, you couldn't sell anything close to that. Even if you're, you know, world world famous, you know, you can't sell that many. Mm -hmm. It's a different a different ball game altogether. And also, the Brown album was actually on vinyl when it came out. You know, so <laughs> that'll tell you how old it is. No you know? kidding. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was also the last of our albums to be out on vinyl. But. Uh, the resurgence of vinyl is really exciting. And yeah, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> I, was, I was looking into it actually to do um, to you know to do a short run of of my album just as uh, kind of like gifts and something special for anyone who actually you know fans or whatever you know that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, because I mean, with with iTunes and all the rest of it, it's so easy just to listen to stuff and not bother buying it. I mean, I haven't bought anything in years, but I have iTunes and and Spotify, so I can listen to anything that I need to hear at any time. You know. Yes, I know it's so convenient. Yeah. Um, who did you meet in the business that taught you the most, or that maybe you were the most excited to to meet? <laughs> well, we met MC Hammer once. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. Uh, he was very funny. Yeah, he's, yeah like I, I, I met a lot of people along along the along the way, you know. Um, 
But I don't think anything anyone was really. The thing is, we were too drunk to to care about who was in front of us, you know, for the most part. I was going to say, leading into one of my uh, last questions, did you have any regrets? Uh, No. Nah. Nah, regrets are for other people. No, are you kidding? (laughs) We we had a ball. I mean, you know, there were things I kind of wish we had done better, you know, that sort of way. And, you know, uh, Mm. I mean, you know, I wish I had a little bit of money, you know, that kind of <laughs> stuff. But, but it, in actual fact, I don't think any of it really matters because I'm pretty happy as I am, you know. You seem like such a happy guy. And uh, you're, like I said, you make me feel happy just having well, a chat good, with you. Good, good. That's, that, <laughs> that, that is good. That is good. Um, I have a quick uh, yes or no question thing run down right at the end just to be silly. Yeah. Um, you got to pick your favorite from the two I, I tell you here. Oh, Jesus. Lasagna or pizza? Pizza. KFC or Mary Brown's? I don't know what Mary Brown's is. It's an East Coast, uh, like, Canadian chicken company, so. Well, KFC, it has to be. It has to be. (laughs) I remember. remember. slogan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Cats or dogs? Oh, that's a hard one. (laughs) Uh... I, I am I'm kind of a cat person, but 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 I love dogs too. So I, I I couldn't really I couldn't really say that one. I hear you on that. Animals are just great. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I love animals. Okay, Brian Adams or Bruce Springsteen? Well, that's a hard one too, mm. because like uh, I I I think Bruce Springsteen is uh, a very special, very, very special person in the history of music. Um, even though I don't particularly like his music, mm-hmm. I think absolutely the best concert I ever saw in my life was Springsteen in the, uh, I guess, in the 80s. Uh, by far, by far the best concert I've ever seen. Um <laughs> And what's what's that other guy's name? <laughs> that Canadian <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's also he's, a, he's he he hasn't done anything that other guy. He's yeah, pretty... nothing. But but no, he's well, he's also a sweetheart. He's a really great guy, and he's always been nice to me and uh, and to, to us. Really, you know, back in the day. I mean, I haven't seen him in years, obviously, but uh, in the day when we were around, he was always very friendly to us. You know. So that's good. So it's 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 hard to say. Like I mean, he's a he's a good Canadian boy and uh, and and a, and a great artist too. So I mean, I, although I would say Springsteen, it, it, it's mostly because I think there's something a little deeper in in what Springsteen has to say. That is very true. Yeah. Um, in 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 some ways, they are very different. Yeah. To be honest, but they get compared a lot. You yeah, know? well, I mean, I asked, I asked him, uh, not last week, um, asked him once. He said, what, what, <laughs> "Why, do you do these funny songs like that?" And he, and he said, "Oh, well, like you know, I just like to sing. Mm-hmm. He didn't care about the songs. It was the singing that he liked, <laughs> which, well, I guess, uh, you know, he's a great singer. So, yeah." Brian. Yeah, Brian. Has, Brian. Brian still has a has a great voice too. Oh God, yeah. Like, I mean, he hasn't really deteriorated. I think it's maybe because he's vegan. <laughs> Actually, I just watched that, that. What was the? I just watched the Game Changers the other night. Have you seen that documentary? Not yet. No. It's 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 about veganism. So I, I it kind of kind of made me think a little bit <laughs> about going back to being a vegetarian. Is a 
it's hard to be vegetarian in Ireland, although it's much, much easier now than it was when I got here. I've been I here bet. for about 25 years, you know, so it was a lot of roast beef back in the day. Oh, my weakness. Yeah. Right there. yeah. Love it. Love it. It's good um, stuff. Well, yeah. I suppose cutting back helps though, hey? Yeah, well, that's it. That's it. I was sort of thinking at least, at least to try to cut back, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. And uh, what what else? I, I was trying to think about other people that I've seen in in the past few. Jeff Martin was here for for a few years. You know, Jeff Martin from the Tea Party. Yes. So he uh, he also uh, he produced an album that I did here uh, by a band called the Americanics uh, years ago. Now and that's out somewhere on iTunes as well. Oh, that'd yeah. be fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, he, he sings, a few, sings back up on most of the most of the songs. Plays a little bit of guitar as well. So there's a, and I, and I saw the guys from the Tragically Hip were here uh, a few years back as well. Before Gord got sick, mm-hmm. so, uh, they they were here maybe ten years ago. You know, in in my little town, I, mean, I live in Kinsale, which is this tiny little town in the on the yeah. south coast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you ever get to do any shows with the hip or? Uh, no, but they, they helped us out a lot as well. I mean, we had a show where we had a bunch of gear breakdown and they, um, they loaned us their gear basically. Wow. That was in, uh, where was that? That was in Hamilton or something. No, not Hamilton. Wait a minute. No. Where were Kingston? I think it was in that's Kingston. Our, that's their hometown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It was in Kingston. And so they lent us a bunch of gear because they weren't out. And then another, and then before that, there's this great story that well, I remember. Um, we were in um, in Boston. Was it Boston? I think it was Boston. Um, and these guys walk in into the. We were you know setting up whatever. These these guys walk in with a case of beer, drop it on the stage, and we're like looking at what? What? What's this? You know, like it was a case of Molson Canadian or something. You know. And it was, yeah. it was it was Gordon and the guys brought us some beer because they were on tour as well, in the same places that we were touring. So we were kind of one show be ahead of them, and they were one show behind us, and you know swapping around. So then we so we'd drop cases of beer, and they drop cases of beer, and that went on for ages when we were touring. So that was fun. But what we didn't. They relationship. Were, yeah, it's just just silly. They were great guys, you know, really really good guys. You know what? This has been a great conversation and it's been a pleasure to chat with you today. Oh, absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time and uh, all the best to you, Sonny. And I'm going to share all the new stuff you've got coming out with Uh, our uh, listeners. Absolutely. Uh, There's, so like I said, there's, there's the record. My record is out. There's my YouTube channel and the new album. Well, the new old album will be out sometime in February. Um, and the title of that will be Brain Smack. Okay. Right. I can't That's, wait to hear it. Yeah, it's it's well, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's right, a well. record. Hey girl, why not hold that loveliness next to mine? I just had to whisper. I just had to whisper. You're just not to, not to, not to blame. Blame it on me.
Sunny, you killed it. We had a great chat. Thank you so much for being on the show. Now, I wanted to tell you guys all about his new project that he mentioned, Brain Smack. Um, I'm looking for some clips online, and I can't find any yet. So, Sunny, uh, maybe hit me up with some tracks, email me some stuff, and we can share it on the show. I have a feeling that the song Everyone's a Winner was a TV theme on a Canadian music show, but I'm trying to remember if it was on video hits or if it was a show on much music. I know it was a theme to something, but I can't put my finger on it. I have to give a shout out to Alan Baculus because I think he's one of the greatest bassists I've ever heard um, in recording. Like his stuff is slick. It's really groovy. He's got a great rhythm to him. Um, so yeah, boot sauce. I miss you guys. You gotta get a reunion going on tour Canada again or something like that. And, uh, we'll have to come to visit Sonny in Ireland one day and see his show. That'd be so sweet. Now we mentioned talking about MC Hammer as one of the people that Sonny got to meet, which reminded me of something. MC Hammer was the very first concert I ever went to. And I think I was 12, 11 years old, 11, 12, something like that. Uh, I think it was 1989 or 1990. And I'm going to be sharing a picture on our social media of me and my outfit for the MC Hammer concert. My, my Hammer t-shirt, my fried dyed hair looked awful, but I thought it was so cool. Going to the Coliseum for the first time for my first show. And yeah, MC Hammer blew the roof off. So here is my request to MC Hammer to come chat with me on the show sometime. And in my request, I would like to feature this little ditty from a very special Saturday morning cartoon. Hammer man, hammer, hammer man, hammer. Whenever there's a crime, some crooks are going to do time. They all better beware, because the hammer man will be there. Here's how it started a long time ago. The legend of the hammer and how it began to grow. He was given magical shoes from a hip-hop Motown dude. Together they had power. They stood up for what was right. But Gramps was getting old and he couldn't keep up the fight. Right. So Gramps and his granddaughter, they went out on the road Certainly. to find a man they knew could jam who was worthy of the load. They met a guy named Stanley, Stanley. who was dancing every night. He helped the kids play every day. His heart was out of sight. So Gramps opened up the bag and took out the magical shoes. He set them on the ground and they soon began to groove. The shoes knew at once they had finally found their man. They hopped right on his feet and he became Hammer Man. I want you guys to comment on our social media and tell me what was your very first concert. Uh, share some photos if you have them. Because we didn't really get to take photos in concerts back then. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't get to bring our cameras in. But maybe you snuck one in. And if you did, you should share your photo with us. Social media, yeah, we've got it. Send us an email. Podcast at gmail.com. Twitter, Nostalgia Dope. Or on Insta, dope underscore nostalgia. This podcast is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work.